Welcome to Speak of the Devil presents Satanic Essay Readings and Discussions. This week I am joined uh, by none other than Victor Wicked. How are you, my friend? Doing great. Fantastic. I'm excited for this because, uh, one, I hardly ever get to speak to you on cam, so it's always nice to see you. And then, uh, two, we're pulling out an oldie but a goodie from The Devil's Notebook. I think um, as far as the amount of meat in any single essay collection volume, I think this is my favorite by far. I've, I've gone back to it a bunch. I mean, you know, released in the early 90s, and it holds up to this day like a lot of his stuff does. I would argue all of it does. Yeah. Uh, but yes, really dense, full. It goes all kinds of places. Uh, even if you're kind of uncomfortable with women pissing themselves, it goes all kinds of places, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's. I think this is the most important point of it, all of this, is that it's such a varied um, collection of different types of ideas. So it's not just, you know, the entire thing is about X, and so all essays back up this idea, premise of X. It goes everywhere, and that's what I love so much about it. Um, it doesn't just sit in this safe little spot, and of course it wouldn't be Satanism if it did, but I still love going back. And, and like every once in a while, you'll, you'll revisit an essay and it'll take on a completely different meaning because time and experience have added up to a different understanding or comprehension on your part as an individual. Very much you know? so. So that's what I'm hoping for in this essay. Uh, so you reached out. Um, I'm sorry. I reached out to you, but you chose the essay here. Uh, we're going to be uh, do, talking about destructive organisms. Why yes. this essay? I feel like now... Uh, there's more than just a layer cake of discontent across our country and possibly the world. And so it's, 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 it's maybe even a powder keg necessarily. Um, and so with that, how do you release such things? What are the healthy ways to release it? What are the unhealthy ways? And as you walk about your world and see the unhealthy ways that are released, how to best take those in, how to learn from them. Those of you with children, how to pass down, what does this you see mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How should you as the Satanist interact with your world when your world's a fucking mess right now? I mean, externally. I feel like a yeah. lot of us do a lot of things to make certain our own private worlds are very much in order, almost as a sharp contrast to those about us. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, let's dive into this. Uh, we'll go uh, to your reading of it, and then on the other side of it, we'll have a lengthy, really thought-provoking discussion about it. Uh, so it's all you, man. All right. To page 87, for those of you who'd like to read along, from The Devil's Notebook, Dr. LeVay's release from 1992. Destructive Organisms. Vandals. Those who destroy and deface objects and property other than their own should, when apprehended, be destroyed, or at the least punished in some fitting manner. If a painting hanging in a museum is slashed, the perpetrator of that act should be eviscerated. If paint is used to deface, the defacer's countenance should be permanently dyed in an irregular and repellent manner. If a carefully tended shrub or plant is wantonly ripped up by the roots, the culprit's arm should be ripped out by its socket. No one has the right to harm or destroy another's belonging. Vandalism is seldom motivated by profit or revenge, but simply an urge to destroy. Those who indulge in gratuitous destruction show the same degree of disrespect for inanimate things as they do for themselves. They cry out by their acts to be destroyed. Vandalism for too long has paid 
Vandal has for too long paid scant attention to, simply because, after all, it's only a tree or a statue, windshield, schoolroom, or a theater seat. It is assumed these things can be repaired or replaced, unlike crimes involving bodily harm. But the value of a painting which has been slashed should be recognized for more than its monetary worth. Inanimate though it is, the painting contributes far more to others' pleasures and life itself than does the living creature who defaces it. Immunity from punishment goads the vandal to pursue its destructive lifestyle. He is only slightly removed and often identical in temperament to the thrill killer of animals, who knows that even if he should be, who knows that even he should be apprehended. He'll not draw much of a sentence. The latent killers take out their self-hatred on animals or inanimate objects because, quite simply, they can get away with it. If these destroyers hate themselves so much, proclaiming their uselessness by wanton acts of cruelty to organic and inorganic things, then they make the ideal game for that which should be a perennial open season. Well done, man. Well done. Uh, I couldn't help but start thinking of a whole lot of different things that Satanists get blamed for, that if they just read this one single essay... Uh, would be clarified. So defacing churches with pentagrams and Satan with spray paint or um, deface like those uh, groups that try to steal the name Satanist and use it to deface grave sites um, uh, or, or monuments in the public square uh, or private property for that matter. Um, any number of of exercises that we continually get blamed for uh, are just clearly not having anything to do with the religion of Satanism, which again, props up the individual and is less concerned about bringing down uh, structures or artifacts. Because what is that really? What, what, like, what's the ultimate goal of that? That doesn't make sense to me. You know, I, I could try to sympathize with a younger mind frame or even a more emotional mind frame, but I don't necessarily want to sympathize with that because sympathy breeds justification. And I don't know if there is a justification for vandalism. You know, uh, are there people that are going to silently clap in their houses when a church burns? Possibly. Mm -hmm. um, are there people that are going to use blasphemous symbols in their ritual? Of course there's going mm -hmm. to be. But they're going to buy those symbols. They're going to buy those items. They're going to be their own property. Thereby, you're not taking, stealing, defacing, screwing your own reputation, your own reputation up, and getting in your own way. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious if you think are there justifiable reasons for vandalism? I don't know. Um... Well, here's the thing. Uh, the truth is, is when, as Americans, part of the American tradition is protest. Uh, and so out of that can come forms of um, defacing of public property or destruction of public property in, in one form or another. Um, and Just recently in Hong Kong, they toured, they walked into their legislative building and caused some major damage to it because right now, currently, they feel the Chinese government is infringing yeah. upon every aspect of their society. Yeah. But is that justified? Yeah, it's rough because in the pursuit of individual liberty, I would say 
in most cases, as long as it's within that spirit, then yes, because as Satanists, there is no higher law than this preservation of the self. And if that is in jeopardy by the state, then you have uh, individual responsibility to do what you can to preserve your own sense of, of individuality. Um, the other side of that is that we're not martyrs. And so it's upon the individual's shoulders to make that call on whether or not it's justified or not. It, and I don't know if that sounds like a cop-out to answering your question. but No, not necessarily. I think you're giving it a more expanded perspective. Now let's bring it a little closer to home than Hong Kong. What about burning the American flag on American soil? Yeah, I don't mind that. As I mean, if you take the American flag from some, like you tear it off of the White House lawn and then burn it, well, then I have a problem with that. But if you purchase your own and then burn it and protest, I have no problem with that at all. And, and because it really by that very action, it's not, it's not vandalism anymore because it's your item. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, the fact is, is Satanists by and large understand that we have to obey the laws of the land that we're living in. And if we don't like those laws, then we have processes in order to change those laws. Um, but that doesn't mean that if the system is unchangeable for whatever multitude of reasons, then we don't just make a private decision to do what we're going to do. And if consequences come, we'll deal with them. Um, and so, yeah, again, depending on the situation, depending on the, the person, maybe I could see... In a, a political environment like ours that is so polarized, the, um, the symbolic gesture of burning the, the, the American flag from the White House itself, but then I would, I would always go to the, the next step of saying, well, is there any other damage that's being done? Because if that catches fire and then, you know, starts burning down the White House lawn or, you know, whatever catastrophe, someone gets hurt or something, well, then it's gone too far. But if you can somehow contain that act of protest, then I have no problem. I have, I, I, I have less of a problem. That's a tricky situation. I don't, I don't know, man. What do you think? It's, it's, well, it's worth diving into. Yeah. Um, let's take it out of the political realm and something that people do worship. Like People do worship the idea of Americanism. Yeah. People do worship this country. People do worship that flag. Yeah. I respect all those things. I'm very grateful for what they're in that great lottery that bore, you know, bore me here versus anywhere else. But I don't worship this country. I feel like mm -hmm. it's seriously unhealthy. Yeah. But let's take it to something a little bit more entertainment based, but still political. Our president has a star on the walk of fame right. in, in Hollywood twice. Now it's been destroyed. Mm -hmm. I don't know as it's been replaced yet. Now is that vandalism justified? You could so. argue this president has gone out of his way to be more than just an internet troll. Yeah. And to some people, clearly not enough to keep him from being elected last time, no. he's severely jabbed out at people, both in this country and other countries. Mm -hmm. But again, someone went to somebody else's property and destroyed it in protest. Yeah. Is there I, justification? Is it all just emotional thinking? Is there a rationality behind it that, that gives it some level of justification and clarity? Um, when we had first started this conversation reflecting on that point i think it's a ridiculous act in that I, I think it's just straight vandalism but then i started thinking about um for example there was a couple who was a, a american-born woman and a foreign husband 
who was serving in the military. And this is a common thing. We have immigrants serving in the military in order to fast track their um, motion to citizens. Um, served the country, finished his service, and was fucking deported. Uh, if that woman, that wife of that, the deported husband, destroyed that star, I would not have a problem with it because she was personally wounded and she can't, she can't like walk to the White House lawn and slap Trump in the face. She would go into jail. And so the only protest that she has in order to harm him personally, one of the only ones would be this act so in that context, I could see it. But if it's just some, you know, the, the stereotypical white liberal pissed off person just, you know, trying to make a political statement, that has nothing to do with his politics. That's just an entertainment star because of his TV show stint. Like, I don't, it's not him. Maybe like stealing his WWE ring from him. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. it doesn't really, it's not germane to the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, I agree with you that if you don't have agency and advocacy to reach out any other way, for instance, if the media had not really grabbed onto this couple's story, what else has left this wife? Mm-hmm. So I, I could see that. Um, going Even back then, the there'd be consequences, itself, though. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, and, and I think some people who do the protest this way are like, okay, I'm prepared. I'm going to go into jail for three days. Monday, I'm going to have my arraignment. I'm going to sort all this out. Uh, is that good or bad? I mean, you're owning up to your shit. That's pretty great. But again... I'm always erring on the side of, you know, obeying the law. I just think it's a better system. Just like you said at the top of all this, Satanism has been layered on all these criminal activities that to this day it still hasn't been verifiably connected to, but it always is. Well, there's something over here that looks slightly occultish. It must be Satanism. So when you actually commit those acts as a Satanist, you're justifying decades and decades of of idiocy and bigotry and bullshit. So if, if no other reason, that's one. Uh, but then I think there's deeper reasons oh. why you shouldn't. I think that he talks about the mind frame, the, the, the almost masochistic mind frame of a vandal. Right. But, but more of a childish masochism of, well, I'm just going to take cherries off the top of the bowl, and if I keep moving cherries around, the parents will never notice I've ever done it. I get mine. They never know I took theirs. We're done. Yeah. Okay. And that's fine for children, but they still get scolded. Mm -hmm. They still get taught and things still happen to them. Once you reach that age of enlightenment, and certainly once you grab hold of the satanic Bible, fold it open, devour everything inside of there and start refining who you are as a person, there's no need to think that way. And there are other healthy ways to get your masochism out. There's Mm -hmm. other healthy ways to get your, your discontent with this world out. We have the luxury of ritual. We have the luxury of ritual that's, an intelligent form of ritual where we walk in knowing the names we call forth, mm-hmm. the items that we hold holy are, are holy and important in that space, but they don't rule our lives. They're not real. They're real to us. Then they're real to us when they can do us some good and give us some power. I can't imagine a time where vandalism, illegal vandalism is going to give you any power. Right. It's going to give you momentary satisfaction. And I'm going to tell you as somebody who's coming back from diabetes, momentary satisfaction is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Pizza is dangerous. Kids don't eat pizza. It's bad for you. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. But I, I think I think deep dive into the challenges of being a Satanist. You know, th- yes, there's challenges because two of the major religions of the world are much bigger than us right now. Mm-hmm. They've had a long time to establish the rumors and the BS, but we haven't stopped yet. 
We've come out of an extremely chaotic period in American history and are still going strong and still growing. So with those tools, with that legacy, there's no excuse to go low, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse to to act out in that manner that's going to be self-destructive. It's going to get in the way of your future, and it's going to get in the way of the pan reputation that our church has. Yeah. Well, there's two ideas in that that I'd like to sort of jump on if I can, because one of them is the unfortunate reality that one individual will represent an entire group through the eyes of the receiver. So if you, as an individual, act responsibly and respectfully to someone and they learn that you're a Satanist, well, then suddenly they're going to think every Satanist is nice, respectful, and responsible. If you act like an ass and start defacing stuff, any type of property, whether private or public, then anyone witnessing that will then attribute that to every Satanist out there. And so, justified or not, we all need to at least for a second consider how our actions influence, if you're a member of the organization, the Church of Satan itself. And that should be a guide to temper your behavior, if there is any. Um, And if that's not a concern, well then what about the religion that you supposedly take as a a part of who you are as a, a guiding philosophy on how you interact with the world and how that you as an individual Satanist can completely misrepresent and completely lie to the world about what you supposedly care so deeply for because you are so, I don't know, frustrated or upset or whatever the reason. Um, and then, of course, to your point of what you just said here, uh, wh- how that reflects on you as an individual. We're supposed to be responsible individuals that are bettering, becoming better versions of ourselves, not degrading to becoming worse versions. And so if all we're doing is focusing on other people and it's bothering us so much that we're actively destroying their property, what does that say about you to the point that Levey makes in this uh, essay? It, it means that you are worth less than that whatever it is you're defacing. And that's, I think, possibly the worst way to look at yourself. If you are a Satanist, you should be the highest embodiment of human life, not worse than, you know, the the cushion that you're cutting up in protest or something. I mean, that's just, yes, it's wild to me. There is another part of this essay that, uh, as you were reading it, I never considered it, but suddenly it jumped into my head. When, uh, approached with the idea of greater satanic magic and the idea of a destruction ritual from the satanic Bible comes uh, up, it's always under the context of someone has to be asking to be destroyed. He references that by destroying others' property, uh, you are asking to be destroyed yourself. So I've always thought in context of uh, a destruction ritual, like someone would have to hurt one of my children. You know, someone would have to like harm someone I loved in order to get me to the extreme per- like point, the place in my life where I'm like, they must die. Like that is the most serious end. But to take the context of, well, you've, for example, you burned down my house. Would that be justified for me to destroy someone? And in that context, yeah, yeah, it would. But if they slashed my tire, I would be pissed. I don't know if a destruction ritual in my frame would be enough. What do you think? Well, you know, the white lighter pagan friends that I have, uh, 
they're all about this proportionality and this three times three and this and so (laughs) forth. I don't necessarily think that holds really any water. And I think it's great that you yourself recognize that the difference between property and temporal existence of a human, you know, what is the value there? Mm -hmm. And you seek out that value in yourself. It may take you a day or two to come down off of rage and, you know, going all Kyle on some drywall, but (laughs) you, you need to do that. And I think most Satanists I know, and certainly all the Satanists I respect can do that. They can go, my tires were slashed. Well, certainly I'm not going to slash his throat, but certainly something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So that proportionality is absolutely important. Um, You know, it's funny you brought it up and it's, it's a little bit less serious, but in the fetish world, and I always go back there because they spend entirely too much time there, uh, they're, they're a kind of submissive that prefer to be called and really enjoy this name, a brat. And when they go to a party or a gathering or whatever, from the moment they walk in the door and take their coat off, they are bratting right up until the time they've motivated their dominant daddy, whatever, to punish them. So they act out this thing in a consensual psychodrama that ends in a, in a fetish and maybe even sex. Uh, that's very much exactly what we're talking about. This person goads the authority figure all throughout the night. And the authority figure, uh, a few friends of mine specifically like this fetish, really enjoy that. Oh, you're going to get yours. Oh. And as the night goes on, okay, you've done too much. And they're like, oh, and they may run, they may not. But then the whole thing crescendos. They get to do as they do. And I advise people maybe check into that versus, you know, going and slashing tires. Yeah. Especially but t- slashing tires does not end in sex. <laughs> not at all not at all so I'm told. Yeah, yeah it's never happened to me though so no. <laughs> that would be the weirdest um yeah and there's always the anecdotal story of like the ex-girlfriend coming in like bat taking a bat to a windshield of someone's car and stuff you see it in movies all the time um i don't know you, you said something that that sort of triggered uh an idea thought um because you you had said that perhaps I wouldn't slash the throat, but something's going to happen. Um, and so I'm wondering the context of that. Are you are you meaning through the the, the context of uh, a ritual like you would you would perform a destruction ritual or some other form of ritual that would then um, find that that measure of, of of retaliation? And I guess what I'm getting at by that question is, do you see grades of harm that can be done, like enacted through a destruction ritual is really the core yes. of the question. Oh, very much so. And and in this instance, with a slash tire, provided I found out what actually, who had done it verifiably, right. I almost feel like lesser magic takes care of that greater than anything else. Yeah. The right kind of conversations, the right kind of word dropping, the right kind of acting around a certain person a certain way, and then people come later, why were you so bristly? Well, this, oh my gosh, he did that to you? But they noticed in the moment you didn't act like a freak, but now you've pulled them in close and you've given them a reason to feel sentimental about things. That can speak volumes beyond. Now, if you cannot contain the pressure cooker of what's happened to you, like you were seriously inconvenienced. It was the day of your wedding. It was the day of your father's funeral. Uh, It was the new release of the new X-Men book and you absolutely had to have (laughs) whatever have you. Uh, Then All equal situations. All those. Maybe it's all happening the same day. Uh, <laughs> schedules a funeral on a wedding. The wedding funeral. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So, in that respect, you you should go to ritual. Right. And you should dive in. If nothing for else but to release all of that so it's not weighing down on you. Yeah. 
So, and there's no reason to never, ever, or to always use, there's, you should always use lesser and greater magic in tandem, quite frankly. Because yeah. once you've released all that emotional burden, you're much more intellectually sharp. You're much more able to look across your landscape and see where could I speak to who? How could I act in certain ways to influence this? Mm-hmm. Who people could I ingratiate to myself or pull back from in order to get what I want? Yeah. Without yeah. ever committing a crime. I, I think that's the most important idea um, to maybe take away from the dis- discussion is that as Satanists, we we have to act with intention. Like, we have to live with intention. And that means you have to consider pros and cons of decisions that you're going to make. And that can be very difficult situationally dependent. But if you take the majority of your life and, and you know, do it, live with intention that way, I think you're going to benefit uh, immensely in the long run because that's going to help you better say it's like any goal making you want to say I want to end up in X how do I get there and then you sort of plot your map to get to X whether it's a profession or a relationship or whatever and so it's the same way you just you know, a lot shorter in, in most cases for other decisions that you have to make as an individual human but I think it's important um, yeah I think this is a fantastic essay that brings up some really great points so I'm very pleased that you chose it uh, Excellent. Good deal. Are there any other uh, points you want to bring up from it? Oh, no, I think I'm good. I, I feel like we really went some places that I didn't even, I didn't even expect. So yeah. a really good exploration, yeah. honestly. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this and uh, fantastic reading. I hope you can join me again in the future. Look forward to it. Thank you very much. And thank you to the patrons and subscribers of Speak of the Devil. Absolutely. Um, and all of you, let us know what you think. Are, are there points that uh, of discussion that we missed uh put them in the comments below and, and let's have a conversation about this and until we can speak of the devil again hail satan hail satan